Welcome to the Church Vibes Podcast with Jordan and Maddie, the podcast where we talk about all things Christian, all things culture, and all things Christian culture. This is a space where we love having tough conversations. It's our hope that whether you're a dedicated follower of Christ, you've never stepped foot in a church or opened a Bible in your life, or you're anywhere in between, you'll be able to learn something new, think about something differently, or be encouraged in some small way. Now, on to the show. What's up, everybody? This is Jordan. Grace and peace, everybody. It's Maddie, and welcome to episode zero of the Church Vibes podcast. Uh, today's episode, we're going to introduce the podcast, and we're going to introduce ourselves, so I think we should just dive right in. Yeah, I'm super excited for today. We've actually been talking about doing something for probably an embarrassingly long amount of time, um, At least and here we months. are doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, what is Church Vibes? Uh, Church Vibes is a weekly podcast where... The two of us, two Christians, will talk and converse about uh, trending topics and important issues through the different unique lenses of our personal beliefs, experiences, and expertise, and the differences of what we'll get into in a minute. Uh, we both have kind of interesting backgrounds and stuff, and I feel like we come together really well. So, yeah. Yeah, we do. And I, I think our goal here is really to create a space where we can have those tough conversations about culture and about the church and all of the, the areas where those things kind of collide with each other, those gray areas, those messy things that a lot of people don't want to touch. We love that stuff. And that's really why we're here with all of you guys. Yeah. And I think this show really exists because there aren't enough people having these kind of conversations. And we hope to change that. Uh, it's just like we say in our intro, it's our hope that whether you're a dedicated follower of Christ, you've been in church forever or maybe you've never stepped foot in church or, or opened a Bible ever or somewhere in between there, you'll be able to get something out of this, learn something new, uh, think about something maybe a little, little bit differently, and hopefully be encouraged in it in some kind of way, big or small. Yes, absolutely. All right. So we should probably get into who we are pretty soon here That's in the good. beginning of the episode. <laughs> uh, we both have kind of gender neutral names, Maddie with T's and Jordan. So in case you weren't paying attention at the beginning... I'm Maddie. He's Jordan. Yes. <laughs> and uh, like you pointed out earlier, one of the reasons we wanted to start a podcast together as opposed to separately or with other people is we do have very different views. We have different opinions. We have different experiences, different interests. And we really didn't want to create another podcast that was just an echo chamber. People just agreeing with right. each other. Yeah, good job. Good job. You're totally right. <laughs> We, we wanted to, to have a real conversation, and we hope that the fact that we're coming at it from unique perspectives is going to make for some really interesting conversations and uh, will help people learn something, be encouraged, and that they'll enjoy it. <laughs> totally. And so I, I did say that we came from different backgrounds, but we did have an intersecting point, and that was Bible college. Um, so I actually met Maddie's dad before I even met her. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think you actually met my wife before we met, right? Is that is that correct? No, I met you first. We, okay, that's right. We met in a biblical worldview class. Shout out to Ken Blumel if Ooh. you're listening. <laughs> we met in a biblical worldview class uh, in Bible college. Uh, and then I ended up meeting Jordan's wife and had no idea that they were even married. And me and her <laughs> became like best friends. And then the rest is history. But what was, let's talk about first impressions, that everybody wants to get down to the nitty gritty. Mm. What was your first impression of me when we met in the biblical worldview class all well, those I, years I, ago? I certainly, which works out for me now with this podcast, I really didn't think you had any issue talking a lot, 
like um you and True. you had a good friend next to you i'm like they definitely are good friends and um yeah i'm all sitting here like like new to college i'm like i'm just gonna kind of <laughs> sit here and whatever and they just they're just popping off um and That's so I, I definitely you know unfortunately i have to admit i didn't think we would end up being this close like neither usually, did i <laughs> like i i'm kind of the one that sit in the back and maybe the dark broody mysterious type um but <laughs> and i really was just trying to just get my stuff done and get out of there um a little bit of anxiety being in class like all people i didn't know and all that um but yeah she definitely looked comfortable <laughs> <laughs> yes i mean I, I i agree i definitely when i f- was first saw jordan i didn't think oh yeah that's we're gonna be like best friends we're gonna be so close he definitely gave off the kind of alternative young christian <laughs> vibe <laughs> i'm like oh he has, he has gauges he has tattoos he has, he has cool hair <laughs> yep dark <laughs> sinful past no 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 but i definitely was like oh he's kind of more that alternative crowd I'm more not that. <laughs> and uh, just so not I that. <laughs> just not that. So I, I definitely didn't think that. But like I said, uh, me and his wife ended up becoming super close. And then we all became super close. And next thing you knew, we're kind of like family. My mom and dad call Jordan and his wife their adopted children. <laughs> and so we say like, oh, we're two friends starting a podcast. But at this point where it's, a lot more like a brother and sister right, doing like a to podcast say, together. I like to say, like, I'm barely friends with the girl, okay? I'm barely friends with her. Because we're like brother and sister. See? <laughs> like, <laughs> me getting offended for half a second. <laughs> barely friends. Ugh. Oh, my um, goodness. I, I think I should pause really quick, too, there and say it's also kind of interesting that we are not even in the same state, let alone the same room. Um, no. It's, it's pretty cool. We uh, will probably get more into that story of... of how wait you talked about you guys met in class and now that's a whole story but um it's pretty cool we're actually i'm here in sacramento and maddie is up in washington um mm-hmm. and yeah we're just just doing our thing um not letting the distance separate us which is usually what you hear with like couples you know like, true uh, i'm getting all weird <laughs> here i'm all caffeinated i'm just like oh it's a making, long distance friendship relationship uh making things mildly awkward i think one or both of us will make things mildly or severely awkward in every episode so if you're not into that probably just and we did make the rule that we're gonna just kind of pop off however so i'm not cutting that weird part out so i'm sorry Um, (laughs) there's not just gonna be some like little glitch and then like oh they're talking kind of odd maybe he said something weird no you're gonna hear it all christian (laughs) buzzword we want to be authentic here authentic yes uh so yeah, like we said, we we say we're two friends, but we're more like brother and sister. Um, and so I actually, I'm gonna go. We we put a little outline together here. I'm gonna I'm gonna break the rules. I'm gonna say ladies first. Maddie, oh, okay. would you like to to break, learn us a little bit uh, about myself? Teach us a little bit about yourself here. Yeah, sure. So as you've known, because I've said it several times already, my name is Maddie. Uh, I am in my early 20s, currently live in the Pacific Northwest, uh, grew up in, in Sacramento, California, which is where Jordan still is now. Uh, my dad uh, was slash is uh, a minister, and so definitely had the whole pastor's kid thing going on. 
But I was kind of, you know, you have your two pastor's kids, the ones that acted really badly. And then the ones that you. were <laughs> definitely <laughs> me. And then the ones that were really not bad. <laughs> uh, let's just say my my biggest problem was uh, my mouth and, and, and popping off. But I was never that pastor's kid that was getting in trouble and, you know, smoking behind the church and all that. Not not my scene. Um, you know, I I got saved or we'll say made a profession of faith at a, an extremely young age. Uh, I kind of say that I've, I've always seemed to have been blessed with an, kind of an understanding of, of spiritual things. And it, it really clicked with me when I was, when I was young. And obviously I, I've grown and matured a lot since then. You know, I, I'd like to think I'm more mature than I was when I was four, but you know, you'll have to ask people that were around me back then. And, uh, <laughs> but it's, my faith has has grown and, and matured as I've grown and matured, and it's it's developed from just this sense of belief and that sort of transactional, like I believe this is true and I love Jesus and I don't want to go to hell, to really understanding the biblical truths, really understanding what's at the heart of the gospel and the kingdom of God and all of those things, and um, you know my. Had a, had a very interesting upbringing. I like to say that my life was the most, you know, abnormally, but also <laughs> abnormal, but also normal, crazy, but also tame life ever. My, my home life was, was very chill, very good. Uh, went to Christian school most of my life, but I've had experience with, you know, homeschool and public school and charter school and everything in between. And, and at school was where I had some of just absolutely crazy things happening with me and, and to me and we'll probably divulge that sort of stuff as things go on but my life was kind of crazy and you know everything kind of ended up building up until I was in 10th grade I had um, you know a best friend that died and that's I mean I've <laughs> kind of been dealing with it ever since I suppose um, and that's really what the Lord has been been bringing me through and he's brought me through you know a lot of health issues and all all kinds of issues I'm like I don't I don't I don't really know how to get into all this stuff of let me just tell all of you every single bad thing that's, right that's ever happened just but I'm, 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 I'm hitting the highlights because as we go on with this podcast you know depending on things that that we're talking about and what our topics are different things are, are going to come up and it's definitely something I want to do is be transparent but at the same time, I, I really don't think either of us want to just sit here. Each of us just take an hour and list every single thing that's <laughs> ever happened in our life. Um, I, I Like we talked about, I met Jordan in Bible college, uh, got my AA in, in Christian studies while I was still in Sacramento um, at Bible college and ended up, when we moved up here, got my bachelor's degree in journalism and mass communications and uh, now I'm almost finished with my Master's of Theological Studies in Church History. I'm just working on my Master's thesis, so <laughs> that's a lot. It's a lot of work, uh, and so this podcast, you know, even though even though doing a podcast is a lot of work, it's kind of a nice distraction in a way from from writing a Master's thesis. So in it, school's what takes up most of my time, but I'm also a uh, worship singer, worship leader at a church for adults with special needs. And so um, people with disabilities and intellectual, developmental, physical, um, really kind of have my heart in that way. Um, 
also helped my dad at uh, his ministry, Atlas Bible College, which is a nine-month tuition-free college-level biblical studies certificate program. And at this point, I'm kind of like a junior professor there slash his assistant. But when I finish my master's degree, I'm probably going to be, we'll say, a, a non-junior professor. Um, and the whole, the yeah. whole chalupa, as they say in academia. <laughs> the official term. <laughs> and uh, that's some Californian coming out there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I live at home with my family because family is is one of God's greatest gifts, I believe. And uh, with my, my parents and my brother and spend a lot of time with my nieces and uh, work as a communications consultant. And uh, let's see here. I guess I should tell you guys some more fun stuff about me as opposed to just, you know, your kind of biographical facts, stuff I'm interested in. Um, love to sing. I've been singing since my mom always says I've been singing since before I could talk. She says that <laughs> before I could form words, I would hum things back to her. So singing my whole life, um, been doing ministry my whole life. And I think I'm, I'm really interested in just people. I'm interested in things that people create. So I'm interested in art and music and history and, and food and, and theology. And I just love, I love the Lord and I love people. And I mean, I guess most, not most importantly, but importantly, I, I love life. And our, our little bios we've put up on social media, um, one of my little taglines is, is lover of life in all its forms. And I think that that's really the heart. It's my heart and it's the heart of kind of my life and my ministry you know, I am a, <laughs> I'm a, a consistent life ethic uh, sort of person from, from conception to natural death. That's, that's me. I'm, I'm a pacifist. I'm uh, pro-life, anti-death penalty, anti-assisted suicide, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm, as we talked about earlier, being associated with, with this uh, disabilities ministries and, and all that, I've come to recognize you know, the beauty in, in all human life, in all of its forms at every age and stage. And, you know, that's what I'm about is, is being able to enjoy life and enjoy people and enjoy God. And just, I, I suppose that's, that's what I should say about myself, I think. And I'll, I'll, I'll leave it to go to Jordan because I think that when, <laughs> when we talk about my interests and then we're going to get to some of his, you're going to be like, wow, quite a juxtaposition. There, there's a couple there. There's, yeah. there's a couple, but let's... <laughs> <laughs> For instance, I I am a pacifist, and one of Jordan's interests is well, it, it's firearms. <laughs> it's all things that go boom. Um, matter of fact, sitting next to me on my desk is my little workbench, and I have all my parts. And Maddie wouldn't want to sit here. <laughs> I imagine probably not. <laughs> so that's where I take Maddie's brother, and we'll probably go shoot stuff, and she yes. can stay home um, and wonder about the intricacies of people or whatever she said i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> yep there we go there we go um so backing up i i or not backing up but going to the beginning for me um i didn't grow up in a christian home i i like to call myself like i was a creaster catholic so we'd go not even creaster really just christmas we, you know <laughs> creasters like christmas easter but um we made sure to go to uh like catholic mass on christmas eve and I just knew that if I did my time, um, Santa would come. He only came if I went to church, so he had some time to put the presents out. I get there, still really didn't know any—I I never knew of Jesus or anything. 
All I knew is we're going to go here, do our thing, and I get to open my presents. And that was the depth of my theology um, <laughs> for a long time. Uh, and um, so it actually, I didn't really start doing anything faith-wise until high school. I actually, um, I met my wife uh, when I was a junior. And I, I like to say there's a song where it's like, we found love in a hopeless place, right? So like... <laughs> We found love in the most hopeless of places, and it was the a math class at Phil Hill High School in Sacramento. Um, not a great place to, to go to school, not a great place to live. Um, I, I did not have any Christian education, no, no school or anything like that. Um, all public school for me. But when I met my, my now wife um, in class there, she actually is the one that got me to go to youth group. Um, and I always tell this story very briefly, but I, she had invited me to go to a game night at her youth group. And I promptly said no. And then she texted something along the lines of, oh, well, okay, that's fine. And then some like deep down wisdom inside of me knew that it was not, in fact, fine. And <laughs> I asked my mom to turn around wherever we were driving, I don't remember, and go to this church. And so I went there, and that was kind of it. I, I started going for her, and I started playing on the, the worship team for her. Um, and then eventually something changed in me and I realized that I was going for something other than her. I was going for Jesus. Um, mm -hmm. and the, so that was in the fall, uh, as a junior. And I would say probably that next summer is the one time I went to a Christian camp. And that's when, like, I really had like that big aha moment. I'm in tears right during an altar call kind of, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was kind of it for me. I, I knew that, um, I was destined to be a pastor for a long time. Um, and I'll get into some of that background. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to pause there. Cause like, like I think Maddie said, we could talk forever about our intricate backgrounds. But so from there, I actually got married fairly early. Um, I got engaged the same year I graduated and married the year next. Um, and I didn't even say how old I am. What the heck? I am 26. Um, and so if you're doing the math, I graduated in 2012 and got married right after. Um, really just because I knew like I um, I was like at the height I was alive in my faith and I was very connected and I just knew that this is the person I was going to marry um, <laughs> so sweet that's another difference for all of y'all <laughs> listening out there I've been single since birth yeah she's still looking for Woo! her man um, <laughs> oh my gosh okay um, this is a audio only podcast if it was video you would see the redness of her face probably right about now um, as I said, <laughs> but yeah, anywho, true. um, I eventually went to start going to Bible college and that's where Maddie and I met mm -hmm. and, um, she was already ahead of me, um, and got her degrees and stuff, but I, uh, did my time there. I have my AA in biblical studies and then my BA in pastoral leadership. Um, and I'm starting shortly to start my master's in communication. Um, and so I, Maddie talking about her thesis that just reminds me of the pain that is yet to come. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, so. that's true. See if you can get do a master's program that's project based and yes. save yourself the trouble. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus, if you are real, totally kidding, guys, uh, you will make that work. Um, but uh, and so my life. Um, so I, I don't have any kids yet. I, I have two dogs and uh, my wife. And that's about how big our family goes um but i wouldn't i wouldn't want it any other way i'm excited to have kids when that happens um and maddie will i always say that like if i have like twins or triplets maddie will get the other ones 
<laughs> so, uh, I, I love kids. I, I was a was a nanny. I did kids ministry for a long time. I, I, I love, 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 love little kids. So totally joking, but I will take the best of my crop and then give the rest to Maddie. Um, and she'll have a great little farm. Um, <laughs> because I value all life. Even the life that <laughs> apparently Jordan I don't, want. I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, but speaking of life, I am 100% pro life as well. That's one place that we do not differ on. Um, I yeah, believe life 100%. begins at conception and um, ends at death. But also, if, if you believe in Jesus, you will go beyond that. Um, Amen. And uh, again, um, the, the death penalty thing is a little bit more difficult for me. I, I still side with, um, I, I feel like we're not the ones that decide that. Um, who lives yeah. and dies. And so um, I will stand and say I'm not for that either. Um, and definitely not for assisted suicide. I, I think, um, and we'll touch on this later too, I've been in some dark places where I thought the best way out was death. And I right. 100% was wrong. And yeah. if I'm wrong, I know other people are too. And so I don't see that there's mm-hmm. ever a situation um, where we should be seeking assisted suicide or suicide in general. Um, mm-hmm. But um on from that, like I said, I just want to kind of pop and off or pop around here. Mm-hmm. Um, I am super into music. That's another part of my life, not just my hobby. Um, yeah. I'm a producer, um, so I, I like to make music, and I'm also a vocalist in a band of my own. Um, what and, kind of music? Uh, <laughs> it's Maddie's favorite. It's it's metal, <laughs> the kind of metal that screams. Um, she actually brought me onto it. She was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> no. See, we, that's another thing. We we both love music, but we just we like different types. My we, my yeah. younger brother calls me, uh, quote unquote, sophisticated jazz classical girl. <laughs> I like to listen to classical music and worship music and soundtracks, <laughs> metal, <laughs> not so much. Yeah, we could serve on the same worship team though. I I do appreciate yeah. all things. Um, I can't say I love country a whole lot. I, I just I just haven't gotten into it. I'm open to it though, but most other music I'm cool with. Um, <laughs> um, but I, whereas Maddie will probably sing from her hymnal more likely and be in a nice dress for church. You can find me sporting my all black attire. <laughs> no, I am not coming from a funeral. I am just going to church. Um, <laughs> and so, speaking of church, that's where I work. I've spent um, many years now. Wow, um, either in media or in uh, like the media side of things or in pastoral ministry. I've worked mm-hmm. as a pastor in a, a few different capacities. Um, and yeah. right now I'm just working as our, uh, like our lighting and production uh, engineer. I, I do like lighting and sound and video broadcasting. Um, and I love it. I'm on a, a, a bit of a sabbatical from like pastoral ministry. And, and once again, I keep giving you like little like cliffhangers, but I will get into that more later as it comes up. Um, but I'm happy with that. Uh, and I've also worked, um, outside of church in music, uh, done like sound for bands and, and other fun stuff like that. Um, and into like my personal things I'm just interested in, uh, see Maddie is so much better talking off of a script or like, like a, like an outline. I'm not going to front. I'm not. So I'm just like, and my next thing, uh, this, this and bullet my next says point. interests, uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wow, giving away all of our secrets. Um, but I am first and foremost into personal growth, like in, into mental health. I I've actually mm-hmm. wanted to dabble in like life coaching in that eventually, maybe. Yeah. Um, because I myself have have kind of been through the ringer, and I actually mm-hmm. have been diagnosed with post traumatic stress disorder, and so mm-hmm. I am seeking help for that. 
Um, but in that, I, I hope for the best for others too, um, because I've been there personally. I, I've been to those dark areas and still go there sometimes. And so I'm just first and foremost into trying to make myself better, but also trying to, to spread the hope to other people too. Um, I really like a company called Hope for the Day, and their tagline is "It's okay not to be okay," and and that's mm -hmm. what I try to, to spread. It's it's okay to feel sad sometimes. It's okay to feel what you're feeling because we all we have all been there. Um, and so, the mental health, and then also as as Maddie ruined earlier, I'm <laughs> I'm into firearms. Um, I uh, I haven't hunted, and I'm 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 a little. It's it's it might sound like I'm the the, the stereotypical. I just shoot and kill and eat. Um, I, I have not hunted and I'm not super into that. I've had a hard time killing mice in the past, like oh as gosh. pests. And so like, I'm gonna have to work up from that. Um, if I ever want to hunt, but I, I love like target shooting, like the sport of it, um, and, uh, building firearms and, and stuff like that. Um, and then as much as I'm into making music, I love listening to it. Um, mm -hmm. obviously my main stuff is, is metal, but I kind of go all over the place. I love pop and, and some of the alt rock and all that. Christian I, rap. I, Christian rap 100 <laughs> percent um and it's funny I actually was uh before I was even into metal I I was only into rap I was like this little tiny little chubby white kid and <laughs> I I thought I was like I don't even know who to name I just thought I was like them and I was super into it and uh <laughs> at some point uh the Lord opened my eyes before I met the Lord and was like son you have bad taste in music go away from your hip-hop and gangster rap uh, <laughs> I'm totally <laughs> kidding about bad taste. That's good stuff too. But uh, yeah, but there's um, some good Christian rap though. There, there is, and, and that's actually kind of that segue point. I, I really can't listen to like secular rap that much anymore, just because a lot of it's degrading. And right, I, I'm not into into that. I don't think we should objectify anybody or glorify illegal Preach. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, which there's another similarity point. We should have like a little ding, like every time we find a, a, a point of similarities. Ding. There Do you it ever is. create Venn diagrams in school where you put stuff in the circles <laughs> yeah. that are different and then in between the stuff in the middle that's right? Mm -hmm. We'll do that. We'll, we'll, we'll make one go. of those and just put it on Instagram. If enough Because everyone for it. would be interested in that. <laughs> um, and then uh, to wrap that up, I'm also into like photography and videography. Um, mm. I do it with my job, but I also like just love like visual arts. And so mm -hmm. um, much like Maddie, I appreciate art and um, uh, just love to see like what we can create. Um, I, I'm not much of an artist like with my hands, but I do like to I love framing up a good shot for a, a video mm -hmm. or like finding a good like cool angle for this this waterfall or whatever I'm doing. Um, it's just it's really calm and peaceful and i feel like it helps us appreciate nature which is god's creation so that's pretty cool um and with that uh i want to have a little fun here i'm gonna ask you maddie what are your dream podcast guests if you could just oh, get them in okay. next week <laughs> okay I, so many i'm gonna try to stick to a few uh firstly sky jatani is I, I say he's the most important man in my life next to Jesus. It's not true, but I have just been so inspired by Sky Jatani's work and the Holy Post podcast that he does with Phil Vischer, who is the other person who's on my list because I grew up Christian and there is a, uh, a, a core part of my brain that is completely isolated to songs and quotes from Veggie Tales that just <laughs> seem to spout constantly uh, off. Uh, but but Sky Jatani, I, I love what he does with the idea of common good Christianity 
and his ideas about just religious vocation. And I think he is amazing and funny and smart and, and, and great. And, and Phil Vischer as well. I'd love to have N.T. Wright on because okay. I would love he I would love to have him just explain his new perspective on Paul to me because I, I just I don't get it. <laughs> no matter what I do. And everyone has said the same thing to me. They're like, no matter what I read about the new perspective on Paul, I feel like I walk away with more questions. And he is just an incredible mind, incredible thinker. And his also I would love him to narrate my life because his voice is just smooth as butter. Uh, Richard Foster, because I'm, I'm very into spiritual formation. That's one of my key interests mm-hmm. within theology. Um, for those of you that don't know, he wrote Celebration of Discipline. Such a good um, book. An amazing book, yeah, and some other really great ones, especially his work on simplicity is really awesome, coming from his Quaker background. Um, Frederick Beekner, because uh, I love the way that he combines art and theology, I think is super cool. And Rick Steves, as... This is <laughs> something that you'll learn because I'll probably reference it a lot to anyone that's listening. I listen to a lot of PBS. Uh, I listen to it on podcasts and I watch it constantly. Like majority of what I watch is is something off of PBS. And Rick Steves Europe, I've seen every episode multiple times. Um, I've never been outside of the country, but I'm definitely an armchair traveler because I <laughs> know a lot about a lot of different countries and cultures and languages and, you know, art and history and all that. But I've never been outside of the continental United States. So I'd love to have Rick Steves on because he's just fascinating and he and I could geek out about church history. And he's from Washington. So oh, maybe that maybe that one's not that far off. We'll just go to the west side and. Uh, and, and talk with him. So those those are the ones I'll say for, for today, the ones that are coming to mind. Uh, what about yeah. you, Jordan? So if you're not catching this, she, uh, Maddie is much more sophisticated than me. Um, I, I don't watch or listen to PBS. I'm sure I should. It might help me. Um, I, I'm a Netflix guy. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a socially inept intellectual, so I spend <laughs> a lot of my time watching PBS. I graduated i started college when i was 13 but i could not time i couldn't but i couldn't ride a bike until i was like 11 and i couldn't tie my shoes and until i was 10 and i still can't drive a car so like i said socially inept intellectual i kind of want to like hop on a live stream eventually with with you driving and we're just like (laughs) gonna do this i'm trying to learn i've been i've been driving every day for the past like two weeks. I that's have my good. That's actually permit. a big thing. That's cool. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Dream podcast guest. Jordan, yes. Go. <laughs> um, so I wanted to give the, the which you'll hear a lot of this in, in Bible college. I wanted to give the stereotypical answer. Uh, dream <laughs> podcast guest was Jesus of Nazareth. Uh, that's just the man right there. Um, wow. Simply because I have so many questions. Well, Jesus There's, is in my heart, and he's in your heart, so he's basically on the podcast. That's that's true. I might mic up my chest next week um, <laughs> if I hear some stuff. Uh, but um, wouldn't we all want to just get finally get those questions answered, right? Like seriously, like, yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, on a real note, uh, same first name. I would love uh, Maddie Montgomery. He is uh, the vocalist of a now retired band for today. They were like the biggest Christian metal band like ever for a long time. Um, and he actually uh, moved on from there and is now a pastor of a church. Um, and so cool. he's just awesome. I love him. He's very, like his music was very, like whereas you get a lot of like Christian stuff where it's uh, kind of like 
come to Jesus, learn about who Jesus is, and like you know, kind of like evangelical based, like yeah, like come to me or come to the church. Um, mm-hmm. he was more like that strengthened the kingdom, and so his music was kind of just like getting us hyped. He's like, you can fight, <laughs> awesome. you can do this. It's really cool. Um, and then also, uh, Gary V would be amazing. Um, he hey. is not, he's not a Christian, <laughs> not a Christian, he, but <laughs> he is like the number one hustler though, and he just wants you to do your dreams and like. Um, his number one thing, like his return on investment, he always looks for is gratitude. Like mm. he, he's, he's like probably stupid rich, but like, he doesn't care about that. Yeah. Um, he just wants people to, to live their dreams and just create the content and not be afraid. And he's like such an inspiration. Um, mm-hmm. he also has a mouth on him. So I probably would have to, to, I don't not- know if that would work for this <laughs> yeah. podcast. Um, just like get a device <laughs> that where we can bleep him out, but he's honestly like the most, probably the least materialistic rich person right yeah like he just does not care about stuff and so i feel like in that way we could kind of work that in in with christianity and the the importance of of not building up your your treasures here because he's Mm -hmm. all about you know gratitude and family coming first and you know all that kind of stuff so yeah and uh what did i have here And, and judah smith um if you are a christian in any sort you probably have heard of him he's uh, youth pastor turned like mega church pastor. He writes some really good books, and I just like his vibe. He's super cool. Um, and Carl Lentz, uh, he's kind of my one of my fashion icons to go to if oh I was a, if I was lead pastoring a church. <laughs> um, he we 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 got some similarities there. He's uh, I like his. He's got that deep V and the really uh, long leather shirts. jacket, really long shirts. That's a big thing for me too. I need like a tunic for my t-shirt. <laughs> like, that's standard. That's okay. biblical, man. Yes. If if I ever have a church vibe shirt, you best believe it's gonna cover my butt. Like it's gonna go that far down. Um and and I just went there. Um there's one of those points where I'd probably cut out if I if I was doing that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's just really cool and I, I would just love to hear how he's um became the pastor of like celebrities and like how he is able to connect with them. I think Justin Bieber goes to his church. Right. Uh, Anybody who didn't recognize his name would recognize him by the phrase Justin Bieber's pastor. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think he was on an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians even. like I wouldn't be surprised. He's right in there with some really famous people. Yeah, he's, he's pretty cool. Um, I don't think I'd want to be in his shoes. That's a little bit too much pressure. Um, but <laughs> it's I would love to hear some of his story and how he's gotten to where he is. Um, yeah, seriously. And so let's hop over. Let's make this interesting. Let's do some lightning round questions. I want to go yes. through 10, uh, lightning round questions. Hopefully this can help you guys get to know each of each of us a little bit better. Um, even beyond what you've already heard. Um, and in the future when we have guests on the show, we want to take these same questions and throw it at them too. Um, except we won't let, we won't give them ahead of time. Like we got to think about these a little bit. Right. No, we wrote the like, questions. So yes. <laughs> Actually, correction. Maddie wrote the questions. I wrote them, yeah. Because I was told, I told her like it took me a minute to go through and, and and figure all this out. She's like, "Well, you know, the the one thing. What did you say? How did you say it again?" Okay. I said the one way to not get anxiety about lightning round questions is to write them yourself. And I was like, "Oh, thank you. That that yeah, I Take can see how initiative. that would have worked. Yeah, but by the time I would have thought of that, she already wrote them out. So what the heck? Because she's the the achiever here." Um, <laughs> it's, that's the thing. I'm I'm an, un- an underachieving overachiever. All right. So I think it's making interesting. Let's just go back and forth instead of like making everyone listen to my voice answer all ten. You know. Okay. Yeah, that's good. So uh, we'll go back and forth. So I'm gonna shoot you with the first one. What is your favorite Bible verse or passage? 
Okay, so for passage, it would be Colossians 3, uh, Matthew 5, you know, Sermon on the Mount, or Romans 12, Marks of a True Christian, I think is just amazing. Uh, Verse, it changes, but now, today, I would say John 16, 33, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. That speaks to me on a spiritual level. <laughs> All right. That's good. Bible verse or passage. Let's go. So I'm going to go for another one that's uh, <laughs> I, I feel like we get mentioned as a joke, but I, I'm going to take it serious. Uh, I believe it's uh, John 11:35. It's two words. It says Jesus wept. Um, that's mm. that's my first favorite, um, simply because I feel like we take a little we're a little too stoic. We're like, I have faith, and so I should never be sad, or I should never. Emotions feel these are things. sinful. Emotions are sinful. Yeah. Um, and in that, we see that no, Jesus was able to feel sadness, and he was able to weep in that moment, and so can uh-huh. we too. Um, and he and he's right there weeping with us when we're hurting, and so that's like super powerful. Um, but then the other one um, is Romans uh, twelve verse two, particularly. Um, where it talks about being transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I say that because, Amen. and that's actually was like my first like big boy sermon like that I did like, was on <laughs> big that. Big boy sermon. Um, uh, simply because so it, it touches on really something called neuroplasticity, the fact that our, mm-hmm. bla- our brains, our brains, our brains are malleable and they're able to be reformed. And so what that means for me is um, the passageways and the, the connections in my brain, Jesus can renew them um and take them to better places so like some of my trauma and my my mental illness eventually through uh well obviously through through prayer but also through like therapists and all those things we can find healing in those areas uh, just as our bones break our brains can heal too or our bro- bones heal you, you get what i'm saying i'm all tongue-tied i'm hopped up on a lot of caffeine y'all um but uh i, I just see um i i love the practicalness of it 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 it's like we literally, our brains can literally be changed um, in a bad way too, but in, in the good way, like we can, um, the things that gave us anxiety before, the things that made us depressed, we can reach a point where that doesn't happen anymore because of that, because God made mm-hmm. us in a way that our brains are able to be renewed. Um, and so that's always stuck with me. Um, like that, that was like my first thought on that. Like what's your favorite Bible verse? Bam, that. And really the whole chapter is great. And then it going is. farther in that whole book. I, I love Paul's writings um, probably the most uh, in the New Testament. And so Romans is just, it's just fire, as the kids say. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's totes lit, fam. Yes. As, as people who are young would say. And I guess do neither of us count as young since we're both over the age of 21? You know... I definitely don't feel young anymore. I don't I've, feel like a youngster. I've been to the chiropractor three times this week. Um, <laughs> so like, not young. I, I think that qualifies me to be like at least a little old. Um, so. And I, I go to bed at like nine o'clock and like to eat soup and salad and watch PBS and bake. So I think I definitely count as old. Mm, yeah. Are you technically? Are you a millennial? Technically, or are you see, I was, I am in the middle between millennial and Gen Z. So depending on what you look at, I'm sometimes classified as a millennial, sometimes classi- classified as a as a Gen Z. So it it just depends. I think that there's a lot of, we'll say micro generations because of the way that technology has has moved forward, in the sense that 
there's a big difference between people my age and then people my brother's age who is who is 19 because I had to learn how to use a computer and people his age even though that's only a couple years younger than than I am never really had to learn it's like a second language to them so the te- the way that we interact with technology kind of impacts the generations but that was that was a longer answer to that question than probably was appropriate <laughs> are you a millennial it, or gen z diatribe it, about generations <laughs> <laughs> it's actually funny there is a term called zillennial uh, where it's considered the micro generation between those two periods which is kind of interesting well guess i'm a zillennial then um as as most uh hip zillennials or i guess i'm just millennial i learned that on tiktok actually so <laughs> uh, <laughs> um and so, all right, what is your favorite song or Christian song? What's your favorite, favorite Christian, Christian song? Favorite Christian song. So this is, this answer will literally be different depending on what day you ask me. Mm. Um, another thing on my my social media bio for our, our podcast is singer of all the songs. All of them. Um, my, my niece, who is eight, anytime that a song comes on and I'm singing along, she's like, Auntie Maddie, do you know every song? Like she's just, <laughs> she's just like convinced <laughs> I know every single song, which you know I don't know every single song, but I, I I know a lot of songs, and in terms of Christian music, I know a lot of songs. Um, so today I would say, uh, "Open Up the Sky" by Deluge, because anything that Jonathan Stockstill does is amazing. I'd love to have him on the podcast. "God Only Knows" by For King and mm, Country. That's a good one. Um, I. Oh my goodness, that song just speaks to me. And they are um, so good live. Oh my good, yeah. Oh, you know, I'm jealous. I've never seen them live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let the praises ring by Travis Cottrell. Because if I don't throw in an early 2000s worship song, I would not be being true to myself. And in terms of hymns, I would say, "What a friend we have in Jesus" is just an amazing song. And this is this is the the true revelation of of who I am as a person. Uh, literally, if anyone plays A Mighty Fortress Is Our God with a pipe organ backing, I will straight up, like, practically headbang to that. <laughs> I will, like, <laughs> I will just go off. I, I, I love that song. And I love pipe organs, which you'll probably hear a lot, even kind of as a joke. Jordan being like, yeah, let's just, like, be cool and techy and modern in our churches and me being like, let's go back to the pipe organ, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about you? Favorite Christian song? Oh, man. Okay. Today, so, July 24th. That's It's a hard one. Um, well, I'm going to say kind of my all-time, and that's even hard because, like, there's there's so many of them, and they're all – they're so great. Um, I, I love really a lot of the modern stuff, like uh, Hillsong for one. Um, but I would probably have to go with uh, – it's called A Prayer by King's Kaleidoscope. Now mm. – it just so happens that that was like a very controversial song, um, in in like the Christian community because there's a version where he actually does curse, um, <gasps> and that's what actually I like about it. And oh, here he goes being edgy. He's the tattooed one. Um, but uh, <laughs> alternative crowd. Yes. Uh, but it, he, I forget the whole story, but um, he was just sitting at his piano and like was just hurting so much and mm. was so afraid, and he just kind of like let that out and so the first half of the song is um just him with questions he's questioning himself and then the second half um kind of crescendos into now it's jesus talking to him 
So he's like, do you hear me? Do you see me? And all this, and do you, do you hear my pain kind of stuff? And then mm-hmm. Jesus is like, I do hear you. I do see you. And so it's, um, I, I love the message of that, but also I love the rawness that he, the, uh, they weren't afraid to like put their pain into their words and not into the words that seems appropriate for uh, modern Christians or, or whatever. Like they just said, I hurt in this way and this is how I'm going to sing it, period. And I really, yeah. really respect that. Um, and then um, another, probably uh, Andy Minio is my favorite Christian rapper. And so mm-hmm. for Christian songs, all time for him is You Can't Stop Me. That's probably what, if you know Andy Minio or heard of him, that's the, that's one song you'll know. Um, yeah. But also a song called I Ain't Done. Um, and well, I, ain't, <laughs> I Ain't Done was cool because he was actually in a, in a, a really bad mental place. And he was on the road and he was frustrated. He's like, I can't get into a studio. I just want to make the song right now. And so the the little intro like little sample that you hear is actually his voice he recorded it into a cheap microphone on his tour bus and then like distorted it and like messed it up and made it all like crazy and that became the song and so like i just love like the attitude behind that too he's like it's called i ain't done but he's just like i'm not even gonna like wait till i get the studio i'm just gonna hit this right now like i i can't wait and it was just really good um if you ever if you saw him live during that time that's he explained that story so if you haven't there you go you get that little background. Um, but I highly recommend listening to him. Um, he's super good. Uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm going to stick to that. Uh, there's stick to those two. Just like the Bible verses, I could I could go on and on about the songs I like. Um, but yeah, uh, so let me hop over. Other than Jesus, what is your favorite biblical figure? Uh, uh, which one inspires you the most? Inspires me the most. And let's say... Yeah, definitely adding in the other than Jesus because everyone's going to be like, out of everyone Jesus. in the Bible, uh-huh. I'm inspired by Jesus. Jesus is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bible college. Anytime anyone asks you a question, just be like, Jesus or Jesus loves you. And that's right. Uh, for me, I would say Joseph. Oh, okay. uh, the Joseph of Genesis, not Joseph, Jesus' father. Uh, I have always really related to Joseph and I have always just really connected with his his story. I've always really connected with the idea of constantly trying to do the right thing and people just <laughs> not receiving it. People just treating you badly anyway and I don't I've I've, I've really been inspired by by his story for as long as I could remember. Um and the entire concept of his story is really just wrapped up um in the end of of Genesis where it's he's telling his brothers like what you know surely what you intended for evil God intended for good and that's something that I've hung on to a, a lot in my own life and something that I've I've seen you know come to fruition in my own life things that people have have done or said to me or things that have happened in my life that have been traumatic or and being able to look back and see wow I would not be where I am today God would not have been able to do this for me with me through me in me had it not been for that instance or that person or, or, or what have you. So I would definitely say Joseph for sure would be my answer. I think for me, uh, I'm actually going to go with Job. Um, mm, I, yeah, that's a good one, man. Uh, like I, I just love that. Um, well, I relate to him sometimes. I have like some, well, we both do actually, there's another similarity, but we have like some chronic um, issues like health wise and, all of that and hold on here uh so with with job he he never faltered through the pain like he 
lost literally everything and yeah. refused to curse God. He he was told literally <laughs> his wife God is and like die. curse God and die. And like first of all, we're gonna sign a we're gonna do a divorce after this because fam, <laughs> come on now. Um, <laughs> but don't tell like, me to curse God and die. <laughs> Um, but like everyone was against him and he's just like, no, I'm not going to blame God. I'm not going to do it. Um, and so like, I, I, I like to think about like, that kind of inspires me to keep that attitude of like, no matter what, I have to understand that I live in a fallen world and disease exists and bad people exist. And mm-hmm. that cannot, I can't allow that to, to shape my feelings towards, towards God. And, um, I just love that. Like in the end, he, everything was brought back to him, but like, way beyond what he had in the beginning so it's just awesome yep. and hopefully he got a better wife that's my that's <laughs> what i'm thinking uh, <laughs> but um, happy wife happy life yes uh so let's let's go an even more serious question maddie what is your favorite ice cream flavor my favorite <laughs> ice cream flavor yeah you notice i tried to do some some i'll say shallow some not so serious some serious questions this is easy i have three ice cream flavors that I go back between that are my favorites, pistachio, mint chip, and cherry chip. Three easily top favorite ice cream flavors, pistachio, mint chip, cherry chip. But honestly, I definitely actually prefer frozen yogurt or gelato over ice cream. If I could pick any of those, I would probably pick frozen yogurt like nine times out of ten. But pistachio, mint chip, cherry chip. That's good. What about spumoni? Like, does that fit in there? I well, sp- spumoni is like a flavor because spumoni is chocolate, cherry, and pistachio. Yeah. Which is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but not but that really favorite. S- it's not that favorite, though. Mm-hmm. I, I love pistachio uh, ice cream. I do. And every, another thing that makes me like an old person. Who likes pistachio <laughs> ice cream that's under the age of, like, 70? <laughs> I mean, that that's fair. That's fair. I was gonna say like I do, and I was like, oh. you're like, eh, but not really. like you wouldn't good. say it was your favorite. Like you wouldn't, you know, wouldn't make you gag, but would you be <laughs> like, oh yeah, pistachio ice cream? Uh, so for me, I feel like uh, so a little backstory. I'm I'm diabetic. Um, <laughs> my my proper answer should be none of them slash <laughs> sugar whatever sugar free they ones they have. But in fact, that is false. Um, my favorite—I was just thinking about like Baskin Robbins. That's where I, like I grew up going. Is there? Mm, there's a one yeah. called Gold Medal Ribbon, and it's like like a a vanilla with caramel and chocolate all in one. Oh yeah. It's like that trifecta, and uh-huh. of course, the diabetic likes the one with like all the main flavors mixed in. Um, but <laughs> uh, no, that one's super good. And then I always like a good um, like cookie dough. Like okay, it has to be a yeah. good one though. Um, and then, honestly, like vanilla, like I just like a like a good vanilla, like the vanilla bean. Um, yeah. People like use the word vanilla to be plain, but I'm like, no, man, that, like fam, that's like a good flavor. I tried an ice cream that was called triple vanilla, and it was mm-hmm. it was like you know Spumoni or or Neapolitan where it was three together, and it was regular vanilla, French vanilla, and vanilla bean. I'm with it. I'll try and it. honestly, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. It was actually really good. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like I struggled to, f- to figure out, like, which one is which, though. French vanilla is the yellow one. That's right. Uh-huh. And then vanilla bean is the one with the actual specks of vanilla bean in it, as That's opposed to. That's probably my favorite. Yeah. The most strong vanilla flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So besides the Bible, what's one book that has changed your life? Okay. A couple come to mind. I'll keep it short. Um, Tortured for Christ by Richard Wormbrand. Amazing. And if you don't like to read, go on Amazon Prime. It's free. And watch the movie of the book if you don't like to read. But if mm. you like to read, read the book because it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, and Telling Yourself the Truth by Dr. William Backus and every book he's ever written. Because basically what he did, he was a uh, Christian uh, psychologist. And he wrote these books that basically was saying that all of these kind of mental, emotional, spiritual issues, they're rooted in misbeliefs. And so the idea of his books is how to identify misbeliefs and replace them with scriptural truth, scriptural principle, um, basically stop believing lies, start mm. believing the truth, and just all of the impacts that that can have on you. Um, so anything that, that he's written, he's written one specifically about you know self-control or worry or, or things like that, but his main book is Telling Yourself the Truth. I would recommend it to anybody. And uh, In His Steps by, by Charles Sheldon, that book is amazing. For any of you that don't know, that's where we got the phrase WWJD. Charles Sheldon invented it. I didn't so, even know that. Yeah, um, a really good book. It started off as like uh, little sermons that were published in a newspaper, and they kind of all got compiled together to make one, uh, one narrative story. Uh, really, really good, just about what it means to actually live as Christ in a fallen world as opposed to just being like, yeah, I'm a Christian and living just like everyone else. So those would be mine. What about you? Besides the Bible... <laughs> yeah. So um I I love C.S. Lewis. Um Yeah. And obviously, I, it goes without saying, I like mere Christianity. Uh mm-hmm. but I really like screw tape letters. Um Oh yeah, I read that in school. And like a little fun thing with that was so if you don't know, the screw tape letters is like from the perspective of what is it like from like a demon and his like superior or like like how does that go? Um, uh, I think the superior the is writing to the to like the yeah, understudy. His, yeah, like say, his yeah. novice and so, <laughs> apprentice, I guess. So would it, be a good word. You know, this whole it's you're like you're reading these letters, and this whole time it's like it gives you good insight to like how you might get tripped up and like how society like might get messed with and all this. But it's really funny because when I started reading it, I bought like a C.S. Lewis collection that had that in there. I didn't know that that's what that was. And I'm oh, like, no. what kind of advice is this guy giving somebody? I'm like, my oh, no. God. It's almost wow. like I, I would say the opposite. And I'm like, hey, that's the point, that's, dummy. That's the whole point. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, but uh, another one is A.W. Tozer's, uh, again, a lot of his works, but The Knowledge of the Holy. Um, Ooh, really good. On, it's really just on the nature of God. And um, I love that it, it captures like a sense of God's majesty. Um, and what it's like to live in the spirit, but in a way that's not like overwhelming. And I say that because like the book itself is super tiny. Like I yeah. think you could sit down in like an hour and probably read it all. And so for me, sometimes I get like a little overwhelmed looking at some big book and I'm like, how can I get through this? And so like I was able to like pick that up without a lot of intimidation. Right. And just kind of read it. Right. And I feel like that shows kind of in a bigger sense if you want to read into it that God is so grand and majestic and like, there's so much to him, but he can also be summed up in a small book. Like, so we don't have to go too crazy into it. We don't have to read too much into it. Like 
it's it's there. And so like I really like that. Um, and kind of like again the way that it kind of shows that God is is so much, but He's also so little. Like in the sense like He's He's simple. Like He is God and He loves us. And um, yeah, I just always gets me. Were you gonna say something? I didn't want to. Like... Oh no, I was gonna. <laughs> when he's talking about he's he's so big, but he's so simple. I would say God is God's deep and simple, which is kind of my. I try to have it be like my motto for, for my life. I first heard the term in this documentary about Mr. Rogers. Um, and he was talking about the, the beautiful things in life. Uh, the things that are more important are the deep and simple as opposed to the shallow and complex. Um, and I think Christianity is deep and simple. There's so much to go into mm. and there's such a rich, full, history and tradition and so many truths and so many stories and and so many lives that have been changed but in and of itself it really is simple Mm -hmm. you know um that's i think that's like i think that's the way god is god's god's deep and simple i think um and and to to wrap that up i have one other book it's called uh no more dragons by a author named jim burgeon um or Bergen, I'm not sure how he pronounces it, but uh, I have it right in front of me. It's basically, um, uh, the tagline says, Jesus made me a boy again. He rescued me from my dragons and gave me a second chance, and he wants to do Ooh. the same for you. And kind of, So it kind of shows, like, this subtle process he went through where he, like, uh, slowly became more and more, like, just disgruntled with, with Christianity and the church and stuff and how God brought him back. So it's super, super good. Um, but uh, I know we're, like, we don't want to stay too long on this, so I'm going to hop really fast uh, what is one place that you would like to see before you die? Okay. This is going to sound really pretentious. Uh, <laughs> Giotto's 14th century cycle of frescoes on salvation at the Scrivini Chapel in Padova, Italy. I'm going to leave it at that. Oh, man. Because Giotto bon- de Bondone is... I can't even get into it. He's I-, I lost you at too much. <laughs> 14th century cycle of frescoes <laughs> on salvation at the Scrivini Chapel in Padova, Italy. Uh, and I really want to see, this next one's kind of interesting, the the cave cities that were built into like the sides of cliffs in Kaimakli, Turkey, because they mm. were built by Christians who were being persecuted um, in the Eastern Roman Empire and then also used again during the Arab invasion in the 7th century um, for Christians to hide. And there was like churches in there and storefronts and all kind like this whole city really in Kaimakli. But the problem is I'm super claustrophobic. So <laughs> I probably <laughs> wouldn't be able to there. actually go into the ones that are inside the cave. I would just be able to see the ones where, you know, they're thousand years old. So the ones that have kind of decayed and so the sides are off or the ones that are built into the sides of the mountains and cliffs as opposed to actually inside Mm. but uh, i would just love to see that i think there's such a a a beauty in the idea of of christian persecution and the persecuted church and it's been a part of our faith since the very beginning and i just think that would be really amazing to see in person Mm, that's awesome I won't have the same kind of caliber of answer for you. Um, so I also haven't been out of the country. Um, but I'm but I'm not like <laughs> super into traveling. And so this was kind of a hard yeah. question. But um, I am really into like, I don't want to say really into fashion, but like I, I, I like some of like the 
the high fashion and stuff. Like I'm super into Adidas shoes and like all the stuff they come out with. So I'd love to go to Japan for like the technology and the fashion and the bustle. Probably oh, yeah. your worst nightmare, Maddie. Like down in the like the downtown where there's like a million people just walking and and all the lights. It just sounds really cool. It's like the Japanese uh, Times Square, you know? Yeah. Um, whatever. That's usually the scene in any movie that has Japan in it. Like that's where they film it. Um, but then also. Um, in all sincerity, like the the Holy Lands, I'd love to go to oh, um, goodness, to Israel, yeah. but um, not just that, but also to like the other side of the water, like um, into Greece, and kind of visit all of those areas and some uh, right. um, like kind of take like the like the tour, like like, like go where Paul went, uh, Paul's I think missionary be, tour. Yeah, exactly. I think that'd I, be awesome. There's a place that I think you would really like to see, and it is in Finland, and it's called the Metal Church. And it's like this traditional oh, mm-hmm. Finnish church, except for their worship is metal because metal is huge in Finland. And Finland, all in all, is a pretty godless country in the mm-hmm. sense that it's there's not really a lot of Christians there. And so they started doing their worship in a metal style because so many people <laughs> there love metal music. And I feel like you would like to go there. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not one to, I can like sing and lead worship. I'm not one to, to jump at the opportunity to lead worship, but I can definitely guess do that for them there. I think <laughs> that I'm, I'm, that'd be, that'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> that'd be super that awesome. That list. really would. Um, so what about, what is a movie you could never get tired of? All right. First one that comes to my head is Prince of Egypt. I've mm. probably seen that movie 600 times. Um, I'm obsessed with that movie. I think everything about it is perfect. I think the animation is perfect. I think the voice acting is perfect. I think the music is perfect. It's and a killer cast. superb. Ten out of ten. It really is. It's like all these Oscar winners in this cartoon. <laughs> like just ten out of ten. Uh, Prince of Egypt. Uh, this Christian movie called The Resurrection of Gavin Stone. It. I'm not really one to cry at movies at all. Um, but it makes me kind of emotional. And honestly, any adaptation of Little Women, I, in terms of non-faith-based books, I would say Little Women is my favorite, and I love all of the film adaptations, and probably on any given day, I could watch one of them and just sit and watch the whole thing through. Mm. Uh, I'm going to have to go with, uh, first of all, a classic, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Mm. I, I love that, um, and the music is super good. I was yeah. kind of bummed to find out that it wasn't actually them singing. I was hoping George <laughs> Clooney was actually like had that voice. There's um, some great like bluegrass southern gospel oh, yeah. in that. Oh my goodness, yeah. Um, so that's super good. And then also, surprise, surprise, the John Wick movies. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness, those are um, I, my younger brother's favorite mm-hmm. movies in the world. <laughs> so so like it's a it's a big pet peeve for me like when uh, movies or, or shows like inaccurately portray guns and firearms like the way they sound or like like the way they load them or whatever and so like john wick is like the most accurate like it's actually okay. realistic and keanu reeves actually trained with firearms for that movie and so it, it's like probably the most accurate like portrayal of, of that sort of thing um and it's just filled with awesomeness anyway except whether you've seen it or not you need to know that the dog dies in the beginning of the first john wick oh my goodness which i i wasn't ready for so like if you can get past that you're gonna be solid traumatizing Traumatizing. Oh my God. I, I rewatched that actually recently, Maddie. Um, because I watched it for the first time with her when I was visiting. Um, but like it, it's it hit the same. It might have hit harder the second time. Um I was okay, here's an important this is the distinction the difference between Jordan <laughs> and me. So my whole family 
Jordan, his wife, my younger brother, my mom, my dad were upstairs in our house watching the John Wick movies. And I was downstairs sleeping because those type of movies, I'm, I'm sensitive. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm very bold. I'm very out there. I try to act tough. But I'm very sensitive ever since I was a kid, like things that are scary or intense or violent. Like I wasn't allowed to watch Hercules. I wasn't allowed to watch Harry Potter. Like I wasn't allowed to watch Pokemon, guys. Like if y'all listen to Taylor Ransom and you listen to the Frick Frack podcast, you know about the Christian kids that weren't allowed to watch Pokemon. That was me. I'm sensitive. (laughs) And so I was downstairs sleeping while they're all up there being like, oh, yeah, get those bad guys. Boom, boom. I don't know what guns sound like. <laughs> oh, my God. We're, we're going to have to do an episode. Like, I'm going to go up to you or you come to me and you fire some guns. I swear. <laughs> as long as I'm not or like, shooting not, at a not person a podcast, or an like animal. Oh, no. Just, just, we'll shoot at some, maybe some things that go boom, some explosion stuff. Uh, I don't know. We'll start you small, work you up big, and then. I then, startle easily. That might be a problem. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Let's talk about um, unpopular opinions Ooh, that we I got, have. I, I have a good one. Okay. And I don't think I've even told you this, Maddie. But okay. you guys, I strongly believe that not all babies are cute. <laughs> like, swear, oh my all God. my life. Like, oh my goodness. Like, oh my I've goodness. seen some, and I'm sorry. And, and I, I had to make the rule that I'm just going to be real on this podcast. Because I have better answers. Like, I don't like pineapple on pizza. Well, whatever. That's not unpopular that's enough. That's not that. That's like but 50% like, of people but, would say that's like, unpopular. But fam, some of these babies look like they needed to go back in and, and cook a little longer. You know what I'm saying? Like, like something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> but like, messed up. It's so messed up. And I, I actually feel bad about that. But like, I've seen some that I'm just like, th- where people are like, oh, they're so cute. And I'm like, I get that they're a cute little baby. But like, man. Like you got some it, it, some rose colored glasses on. Like I hope. Oh like goodness. to be fair, if I produce an ugly child, y'all will let me know. Um, it's only fair. But they I'm, would be cute to you. Yeah. So yeah, and and I get that. They're it's cute. But like, if it's not my child, it's just not. It's not gonna. There's some standards, man. Like, come on, kids. <laughs> you'll know. You'll notice, and you 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 will all have seen this throughout the episode. Jordan is a lot better at being transparent than I am. He's like talking about all of these struggles, <laughs> talking about how he doesn't think all babies are cute, and uh, you notice that a lot when we go back and we listen to our talking about ourselves. I, I I'm kind of like, like let's keep the general <laughs> surface level comments. Let's not get any and any of the I, deep I feel drama. Like I'm likely like by next week there's gonna be like a like a change.org petition just to get me off the show. Like first episode. <laughs> Outrage. Uh my unpopular <laughs> opinion uh is that Star Trek is fifty thousand times better than Star Wars. Woo. I think Star Wars I think Star Wars is stupid and I think that Star Trek is amazing and I am a full on Trekkie girl i'm actually at this very moment wearing a shirt with a character on it from star trek deep space nine but yeah star wars is terrible and star trek is amazing and that's that's my stance and my opinion will not be swayed so between cute babies and anti-star wars i think we both might get canceled now i mean honestly i think people probably care more about me (laughs) about me not liking star wars (laughs) than they would about you saying not all babies are cute (laughs) um 
All right. It's not a bounce back from that. Um, who, who is your role model? Yes. <laughs> um, I guess I'll go. Um, and actually, Don't say Jesus. Jesus is my role model, and like no one else can compare to him. Um, <laughs> no. Like when I think of a role model, because I have a lot of people that I look up to and that are my mentors, but my role model to me is like if I look at them, I could see Jesus in them. And like I know he's going to be listening to this, so it's a little bit awkward, but it's actually Maddie's dad. Why did uh, I know Scott. you were going to say that? <laughs> it's, it's true. <laughs> like I I won't oh, get man. into it, but he has prov- like been with me from the beginning of like my ministry stuff, like when I started school and he's been there to talk me down off the, the proverbial cliff of like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I don't want to be a pastor. None of that. Like he's just been there and um, has done so much for me. Uh, I can't even get into without a needing four hours and B crying. So, Oh my goodness. I, I, I'm going to keep it, keep it simple with that, but yeah, you're going to give him a big that's my role model. It's, it's already pretty large. It, <laughs> it is, some... and he, and he's not calling him conceited. If you, it, when y'all see me in person, uh, or you, uh, I have a very large face. My dad's family has a bunch of huge craniums, big skulls. My mom's family has wide faces. I happen to be blessed with both of those. So <laughs> finding shirts is fun. Uh, <laughs> But yes, so he's, he wasn't calling him. He was not calling him conceited. the physical side. He was making us make. I mean, the yes. truth that his, physically his head is is rather large. Uh, <laughs> anyway, see again, Jordan is so much better at being transparent and real I than try. I am. I went with the. I'm when I was thinking about role model, I wasn't thinking of a person I actually know or that's actually poured into my life. Personally, <laughs> I was thinking more on a more of like a fan level i don't know just more of a from afar person who i would like to aspire to be like um number one i have two role models uh one is uh richard wormbrand he's well he's dead now both of these people are dead actually uh (laughs) richard wormbrand uh he's the one that wrote tortured for christ he's uh was the person behind like voice of the martyrs and really um, ministered so much to the persecuted church and persecuted Christians, and I've always found his story and his outlook on things incredibly inspiring in the way that he always kept uh, Jesus at the, at the center of everything and would risk anything and everything um, to preach the gospel. And that's something that I aspire to. I'm nowhere close to that, but I, I would aspire to it. And my other role model is Mr. Rogers. And anyone Ooh. that knows me in real life knows that I am obsessed. I'm I literally right now I'm looking at a book with his face on it sitting on my desk next to me. There's like three other books about him over there on my movie shelf. There's like four documentaries about him. I am just completely enthralled by him. I have been since I was a little girl. Um isn't he tatted? Be- <laughs> no, that is a that I is an urban myth. That's an urban. He oh. was he was never he's not tatted. He was Man. never in the military. He was not a sniper. Um, he like me, uh, <laughs> is, uh, was a pacifist. Uh, we're both vegetarians. Uh, <laughs> another difference between Jordan and I. Um, and he <laughs> just saw the value 
of each individual human life. And that's something that I really aspire to. It's something mm. that's in my heart and that I, I just connect with on such a spiritual, emotional level. The idea that each and every person is an image bearer of God, because a lot of people don't know this. He was actually an ordained Presbyterian minister. Um, and so uh -huh. even though his show was on public television and it wasn't technically a religious faith-based program, everything that he believed and everything that he was and everything that he did was an outpouring of his understanding of the gospel and his understanding of what it m means to further the kingdom of God and the fact that every person is an image bearer. And I, I just love that. And I, I love him and I love watching him and reading things about him. And yes, he's hundred percent. Mr. Rogers, my role model. Well, I'm going to still maintain the narrative that he is like a tatted up, like ex <laughs> guy, but he's awesome. Nonetheless, regardless. Yes. Uh, um, and so final question, favorite podcast to listen to. Um, and I'd probably go with, uh, I can't think of the name of the host, but uh, there's a, there's one called the mindset mentor. Um, okay. like I said, I'm super into like personal development. And so he has, I believe it's daily. Some just really good, you know, like little nuggets of stuff to, to really impact you uh, every day. Um, and then the Gary V audio experience again, like I said, I'd love to have him on my podcast and he has a great podcast as well. Um, and then a, a new one that I'm actually getting into is, uh, called being well with Dr. Rick Hansen. Rick okay. Hansen, and um, it's actually him and his son, uh, and it's like a just based on mental health, and uh, they just have like a really good vibe and dynamic, and they have some really good insights, and they're kind of like not like the full of just like the traditional psychology and like mm -hmm. counseling like model. They have some like new fresh ideas, so it's like really cool, um, and I've been enjoying that. I only listened to a couple of that though so far, so I could change my mind, I guess, but I like it right now. <laughs> what about cool. you other than the church vibe podcast what is your favorite yeah podcast? the church vibes podcast um my favorite podcast easily is the holy post with sky jatani and phil visher uh and christian taylor or as they say on the podcast sometimes christian because she's not on every episode uh absolutely amazing if you're interested in being christian in a post-christian culture if you're interested in christianity and culture which hopefully you are because you're listening to the Church Vibes podcast, um, then you will like The Holy Post. And also, if you grew up watching VeggieTales, or if you grew up being absolutely, completely obsessed with VeggieTales like I was, then you will love The Holy Post podcast. Uh, the Brant and Sherry Oddcast. Uh, Brant Hansen, he was diagnosed with Asperger's as an adult, um, and he has his own show. He was on Air One at one point, and I think hmm. he was on Way FM. And Sherry, or as she's known on the show, producer Sherry, they just come on and they talk about, it's like a, sh a really short kind of daily podcast. And it's so funny because depending on the episode, it could be, you know, really serious and like harsh, like hard hitting biblical truths, or it could be just kind of random fun stuff. But it's, I love the insights and I'm always encouraged by it and i think it's just such a great way to start my day so i love listening to it i would love to have brant on the podcast one day um i relate to him a lot um travel with rick steves because we talked about i just i love pbs i love rick steves um milk street radio because i'm really interested in 
food and, and, and cooking and, and everything. And Milk Street is actually another show that's on PBS, but Milk Street Radio is, is the podcast of it. And Beyond Sunday with David Santa Stephen is it's like a basically a podcast for anyone that is a worship leader or in worship ministry or desires to be in worship ministry. And he does interviews with some really awesome people. And I love listening to it. Some of the interviews he's done with like Phil Wickham and Stephen Curtis Chapman and Corey Asbury have just been absolutely amazing. So I would say those are those are my favorite. And then I have different podcasts I listen to that aren't so much podcasts as much as they are just sermons from churches. Like I love listening to Robert Morris preach. I'd love to have him on the podcast. I love listening to um, Brandon Nairmore from the Rock of Roseville. Ooh, um, I'm I, I love his preaching. Like, out of all the people I've heard preach, I would say he's my favorite. I just, I love listening to him. But that's that's my podcast. I'm, I'm from the time I was really young, I've been really into audio in the sense that I've always loved listening to audiobooks. I used to listen to the audio Bible to fall asleep at night. I've always loved listening to, you know, fiction or nonfiction, audio programming, you know, podcasts, all that kind of stuff. So... There are a lot I listen to, but those are my favorites. Oh man, that has been a not so lightning fast lightning round. Uh, all yeah, such good stuff. We're, <laughs> we're not so like in the when we do it with guests, it'll be more like okay, what's your favorite ice cream? Quick, quick, okay, quick. what yeah. podcast do you like? Okay, <laughs> uh, but we can cheat since we're the creators of this little lightning round. Um, yeah, and we but, want people to get to know yeah, us exactly, and so. I feel like that was all super good. And so we're about to wrap up. Um, but I want to just touch on how can you connect? Um, I just want to yes. thank you guys for, first of all, if you've listened this far, that means you You're may amazing. not hate us completely and you Rock may come star back. <laughs> yes. You get two gold stars for the day. Woo. Um, come back next week for, for two more. Um, but uh, we are on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter um, with the handle talk church vibes. That's at talk church vibes. Um, and we're also at talkchurchvibes.com. Um, and that's pretty much it. Like that's kind of covers all the bases for social and stuff. Um, any other things you want to add, Manny, before we go ahead and wrap this whole sucker up? Yeah. Just wanted to say thank you to everybody that listened to this episode. Uh, thank you for sticking with us. Uh, hopefully this gave you a little window into who we are as people and, and what we're hoping to do. And, uh, in the future, our episodes will obviously look different than what today's episode looked like. And uh, if you're interested in hearing about trending topics and, and news and issues of the convergence between culture and Christianity and church culture and Christian culture and everything in between, then I would really recommend that you subscribe to the podcast so that you can listen yes. to every episode, that you can be on that inside track, get that notification. And... I would say that that's it. I would say that I'm very grateful and I'm very excited to be filming this very first podcast today. This is something that's been a long time in the making. Such and a I think long time. <laughs> I think both of us are just following what we feel the Lord wants us to do and stepping out in faith and whatever God wants to do with this, uh, he will. And we will be, we'll be happy with it. Amen to that. Uh, so again, we appreciate you guys, and uh, we're at Talk Church Vibes. We'd love if you could, when you hear this, if you share it with some friends, repost it, whatever. Check our Instagram and Facebook um, for because we we are obviously post stuff during the week and all that. Um, 
And yeah, we're just going to leave it there. We appreciate you guys so much, all two of you that are listening. I'm just kidding. Hopefully it's more than two, maybe three. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Totally kidding. We try not to take ourselves too seriously here because I feel like it's a good balance of like unserious and serious and whatever. But before I talk your ear off, I think we will leave it there. This has been episode zero of the Church Vibes podcast, and we will see you next week. Peace. Thanks for tuning into the Church Vibes podcast with Jordan and Maddie. If you enjoyed this week's episode, we'd love for you to share it with your friends and leave us a review. For additional content and to stay updated on all the latest and greatest, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Talk Church Vibes. That's at Talk Church Vibes. See you next time.